Holy crap, we're here. What the hell is going on? It's low standards and pours. Friday, September 15th, 9 o'clock. It's the day before Eastern Austin. Standard Time, right on time. Yeah. Can you hear the music? Yes, I can. I love this song. It's, you would think it's Beethoven's fifth, but it's not. It might be, it may not be. Oh, baby. Bring it. Hello, Standards and Pours. Welcome, everybody. It's another fun-filled night of nothingness. It's all about music. All right, I'm going to fade this out just like I taught myself. Yeah. What's going on there, El Carpe? Who Who is doing that one? Is that, that is ELO, Electric Light oh. Orchestra, Roll Over Beethoven. They did such a great job with that. When did that come out? Do you remember? No, I'd have to look it up, but I'm guessing the early 80s. I'd have to look it up, though. Late 70s. ELO Could be late is, 70s. Yeah, ELO is like one of those just like phenomenals. So, Eric... Um, I, I know that, uh, our discussion at some point was, Hey, let's talk about some stuff with music that we like and why is music suck so much lately. And really what it was, was we lost, it seems like we've lost a lot of stuff and it pisses us off. Yeah. Are we in a lost era of music? Right. Are we? You know, and that's the big question mark. And uh, El Carp and I have been talking about this off and on for quite a while. And um, we're going to bring you some artists and songwriters that maybe defined eras back in the day, 50s, 60s, and 70s, and probably 80s. But what is, what is, what's the artist of today? That's the big question. I forgot to tell you, I forgot to tell you something. Uh Uh-oh, what? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Eric, you're going to love this. So, um. All right, we've been talking about this topic for a while, right? You didn't join the monastery, did you? No, no, no. no. All right, just checking. Not not this week. Um, (laughs) So, but what I found was something was a, can you believe this amazing artist wrote these songs? All right. And I, I found a top 10 list of songs that you're like, holy shit, I can't believe this guy wrote these songs for somebody else all right let's and, roll with it well no see, no, 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 see no. where I, you're going no i I'm, I'm not ready to get into that at all because i didn't pull any of that stuff all right um, good exactly but but what you're what what you're saying and 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 if i can uh completely construe it the wrong way um which i'm really good at if what it really is is there's these great songwriters out there and they're doing all this great music and and where's the great music now? Yeah, there's yeah. some stuff that's super popular, but why is it popular? Is it because the we got this mediocre artist who's been marketed really well? Or is it that we've got a a songwriter, you know, like Queen or 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 uh, Paul McCartney or or John Lennon or somebody who's who's writing songs and in, in making this great music 
and marketing it themselves and doing all the stuff themselves? Or is it that, you know, we, we got this uh, Miley Cyrus who kind of knows what she's doing and she's pretty good, but she's got this great marketing team behind her that makes her super famous. Right, right. And it all goes back to are we in a lost era and what, what created the eras prior to all this? And we're gonna we're gonna kind of talk about that tonight and and uh, play some music and and um, see what you guys think. So um, let the phones light up. We're waiting for all the comments. Both of you. And um, there should be you know hundreds, if not thousands, of people out there listening to us. We really appreciate that. So give us a listen. Right. All all three of you. We appreciate you showing up. <laughs> Is that including us? And Tommy B. We may have a, a co-co-host, Tommy B, showing up from Tennessee. Uh, he's a pod, podcast uh, CEO of uh, Biz Meets Global, kicking off his uh, his um, new adventure. So we'll see if he uh, he joins us sometime soon. Right. But uh, Tommy B's always got a lot to say. Hey, um, I wanted to share with you because. Uh, I've been having discussions with our law offices. Uh, the law offices. Yeah, I haven't been in contact with them lately. No, no, I've, I've, I've been working things out and making sure that we're safe and keeping us out of jail and all the things that we're supposed to do and uh, copyright strikes, what have you. Um, mostly it's keeping us out of jail. The copyright yeah. strikes we don't care about. Um, but the law offices, Jameson Walker, Statler, and Waldorf have provided us with the updated following disclaimer. <laughs> Oh, there we go. You ready? Yes. Please listen at your own risk. These guys are moderately insane. The views expressed by the host and listener are those rational human beings. All shows are purely researched and presented by idiots. That's you, Merrick. Any us. semblance of intelligent thoughts are purely coincidental and should not be considered factual. This program is not endorsed by any committee, team, group, tribe, band, group, organization, or tribe. I said that twice, and I don't care. Doesn't matter. Only six animals were harmed in the production of this show. Three mite-infested rats, two rabid squirrels, and one sexually repressed, repressed mongoose. He was asking for it. Yes. If if you cannot get this show in Delaware or uh, Ohio, that's your own fault and, and tough shit with that. Yeah, go blue. Buckeyes suck. Right, kiss my ass and bite me. But, um, <laughs> I'm telling you that sexually repressed mongoose, fuck that guy. Yeah. Who needs them anyways? Uh, right, exactly. So, um, but so know, that's, that was wonderful. Bravo! I love that. that oh, oh, there's that a lot of offices now. It wasn't bad. Well, there were oh yeah. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was dead. Come hey, away! Hey, do, do you remember our contacts to our law offices? What their names are? Yeah, Jameson Walker, Statler, and Waldorf. That's Statler and Waldorf. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's the, that's the law offices. Jameson and Walker, exactly. Jameson and Walker, Stan yep. and Waldorf. Yep. Whiskey, whiskey, asshole, asshole. <laughs> what more buddy, do you want? Jack Daniels. Just kidding. Anyways. Well, no, uh, Jack wasn't really involved. <laughs> um, Jack passed away. He's not a part of the law firm anymore. Right, right, right. Something like that. Anyways. So again, we're um, we're just trying to touch on maybe possibly a lost era in music. Is there a lost era? Is it something that we don't recognize because we're too old and crusty? 
or is it just music and um, evolution of, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not really sure. We're, it's what we're going to talk about today and, well, you and would, see what everybody thinks. Tell, tell me about the opening song. Um, yeah, so that's Electric Light Orchestra, and um, it was Roll Over Beethoven. And, Roll Over Beethoven, um, which was a great song. Yes, and I'm just jumping in between uh, why Safari did, why did and you pick? Here. Why did you pick that song to open up? Well, you know, I like to keep people thinking a little bit, and um, I just like the intro because it kind of shows you the depth of Electric Light Orchestra. Um, you know, kind of playing uh, the Beethoven kind of sound, but kind of going into a maybe a Chuck Berry type. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, it just kind of evolves, but it's the music is so um, original. Well, but you um, told me something about ELO, the keyboard guy, or something like that. Dude, all the stuff. Or yeah, well, ELO is a, an English rock band. It's formed in uh, Birmingham, 1970, right. uh, by songwriters and multi-instrumentalists Jeff Lynn and Roy Wood with drummer Bev Bevan. Um, see, their music is characterized by a fusion of pop and classical arrangements with futuristic iconography. Am I saying that right? Iconography? Jeez, never even heard that word before. Um, but Jeff Lynn, uh, the lead singer of the band, uh, did a lot of the writing and producing. And um, I believe he's still along around today. He was with, actually, teamed up with the Traveling Wilburys, um, which I believe was Bob Dylan. It was uh, I'd have to look it up. But there was like a foursome of uh, kind of a small super group of... Uh, Singer-songwriters that kind of went and did an album or two of their own. So, Eric, El Carpe, you got to upgrade that. You must be on one G or something. I can barely hear the music. Yeah, I have it low. I'm trying to. I'm trying to talk to you. I want you to. I want you to tell me the whole thing about. You were telling me that ELO produced their own. Yeah, everything ELO did was is pretty much through Jeff Lynn, and um, you know it was one of those bands that you know they introduced the synthesizer. Right, exactly. Yep, into uh, into music. Um, it was kind of pre-disco. Mm -hmm. Um, but they just made it happen and they're, you know, their sound is original, their songwriting is original. If you hear ELO anywhere, it's only ELO. You can't confuse them with anybody else. You just can't. And they're a big part of the seventies and eighties movement in, in music. In fact, they came, God, three, four years ago, maybe four or five years ago on my birthday and I wanted to go see him, but... Uh, I just couldn't make it. Oh you gotta turn God. that. ELO you gotta here. turn that noisemaker up. Well, all right, here we go. There you go. This is uh, Mr. Blue Sky. Yeah. This is, and I'll tell you a quick story about Mr. Blue Sky, because ELO has been influential in a lot of people. But the keyboard player for one of my brother's bands 
loved ELO. Yeah. And at one point, Six and the Sevens did Mr. Blue Sky out of. Yeah. Out They've of just the got film. some iconic songs. Oh, yeah. But, you know, the, it, it, this is a song that you want to cover because it's so much fun. And yeah. And it's probably not easy to play. No, no. Between the guitar work and and the keyboard work, and the keyboard work was the guy who loved ELO. Yeah, yeah. You 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 remember him? He's the one who passed away. Right, right, right. Um, you know, but this whole song is like it's it's almost an orchestra because you can see it. There's a uh, a cello, a violin all the regular standard rock and roll instruments but a whole bunch of other classical things you know queen did the same thing yeah 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 and, speaking and of queen, which, queen and elo came out pretty much at the same time let's roll into queen i faded that out the way you taught me yeah let me um let me i'm gonna play you let's play this because i don't i, I don't Do i'm not sure you got queued one? up for queen but this is a song that probably most of everybody hasn't heard about we can play this one first, and I'm going to play you another one off Night of the Opera. Okay. But it just shows you the depth and originality that this band has. And when you hear Queen, just like ELO, you can't mistake them for anybody else. It's right. impossible. And if you do, you just don't know the music. There's, there's, you know, this song has been used so many times in so many different movies and TV shows and all sorts yeah. of things. Uh, and it's because it means something to people. Yeah. That's what, again, that goes back to what we're doing a stupid show for. Is we want to find out the fact that music means something. What's up there, Father Brian? Oh, thanks Father for, Brian. Uh, thanks for joining us. Um, you guys, you guys got to give us a shout out for um, when you guys are going to be on board so we can jump on your podcast. So we uh, we do appreciate it and we all need to support each other. And Vingerf, we love you too. Thanks for liking the show. Hey, Father Brian, if you're going to be on later. Yeah, if you guys are, yeah, if you want to back us up, we'll jump hey, on if board. you're going to be behind us. Yeah. Later on, I'll join in because I'm that kind of an asshole. And if you want to, if you want to call in now, you're more than welcome to. But, but yeah, we, this is such an orchestrated. Uh, it's not film well. No, I'm going to turn this down for a second and put it because I want to hear you tell me about the things that you know about Queen. Because how are these guys educated, Eric? Well, I believe that three out of the four band members all have masters in music i don't yeah. think freddie mercury i don't think freddie mercury did uh thanks father brian don't yeah, don't feed uh bill's ego so you can compliment me but don't compliment bill too much so no, never compliment it me. goes to his head too much if you know what i'm saying i don't have but, um, those. yeah um but um i think three out of the four band members brian may john deacon and i always forget the other one brian may john deacon and uh i'll forgive it a second they're all masters in music and freddie mercury kind of came in last but freddie mercury was um rated one of the best frontmen ever by rolling stone for like 20 years straight 
and um, they're best one of the best live shows to see, and that's proven by Live Aid. You gotta go, you gotta watch Live Aid and watch Queen just kill it. But turn your yeah, turn your turn your noisemaker down for a second. So this is a different pace, but this is what I grew up on back when I was a kid. I used to go down the street to my buddy Jeff's house, and um, and I used to listen to Queen at the Opera. So turn that damn thing off, will you? Yeah. No, I just this all is right. the best part right here. I know we've all heard that song. Just turn it yeah. off for a second. Go ahead. All right, listen, take a listen. It's a slow start, but I'm telling you, this is the depth that Queen had, and you just don't hear this anymore. So hopefully you guys can hear this. I can hear it. All right, good. Yeah. Probably more clearer than your no, string in no, a tin good. can. No, it's a string in a tin can. This is called the Prophet Song. Yeah. It's a good one. What else is this it's off none of the opera. Right. It's a song that never gets played, but it is just a beautiful song. And there's not many musicians or, or uh, bands that can pull something off like this. Well, and the thing was, with Queen is it was it was an opera. Yeah. It was a rock opera every time they performed. These guys had an immense amount of talent, an oh, immense yeah. amount of talent. But um, what's up, Lady Rebecca? Thanks, uh, both you and Brian, ladies. for joining us. We do. Yeah, we were telling Brian, let us know. Um, <laughs> They're both our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I think we lost Tommy B. I don't know if we're going to get him on tonight. Tommy B is loaded. <laughs> Tommy might be in a couple beers. He's couple looking beers for down. somebody to love. Hmm. Exactly. Somebody. But again, tonight's uh, subject is, is are, are we in a lost era of music? That's, that's our, our big, uh, you know, our topic and, for this evening. And, you know, I don't mean to overthrow Queen and everybody, but there's some songs that are just so iconic. And this is one of them. Well, Nobody writes Rhapsody. music like this anymore. No, Nobody. And this, and I, I, I didn't get a chance to watch the movie. Uh, it's with, okay. You yeah, know, it's I, okay. I didn't, I didn't see the, the, one of my kiddos saw it, and my youngest actually saw it, and is now a big Queen fan. Because yeah, yeah. And I understand it's, that, because that really explains it expresses a there's so much they went depth they went against to, all the odds they did yes, it their way there's so much depth to freddie mercury's life as well as his skills and talents as a musician he was and, he was born um in zanzibar i think it was and his parents okay. shipped him off at the age of like 16 for an education in England and he was ridiculed for his like I hate to say it but his buck teeth and never really fit in 
and he fell into these, he spun into an ad in the paper for musicians, well, for a frontman. That's where it all started. Big teeth. He did have big teeth. I agree, Father Brian, his voice is untouchable. If anybody wants to know anything about Queen, watch Live Aid. They stole the yeah. show. They killed oh. it. Killed and it. What year was that, Eric? Uh, it should be at 85. 85 1985. Yeah. yeah. Everybody kind of hung their hat on U2 and a few others, but... And that was right before Freddie Mercury came out and announced that he had AIDS. That's when AIDS was really a big right. deal. I'm going to fade that out the way he taught me. So there's this other guy you were talking about earlier to me. Oh, love of my life. Yeah, tell me about this. Talk to me. Well, this is probably one of the one of the artists I've seen the most. I think I've seen Bowie five or six times. Uh, again, he did it his own way. And I, I was talking on Carpe about this. But one of the reasons why I wanted uh, Al Carpe to, to play Bowie was he was the first one with like the alter ego, um, face paint, um, completely did it his own way. Um, I've had discussions with Al Carpe about um, like Tom Waits and, and Bowie and some of these artists that, you know, they're, they're just their own artists. They're not copying, they're not following the norm. They just did it their way. And I love yeah. that. I love it, and that's why I'm so so passionate about music, and that's why I'm so passionate about this topic, is I think we're in a lost era. I think it's an evolving era, but if I had to pick somebody that's defining the last five or 10 years, I don't have a clue, and I listen to a lot of music. I don't know, I have no idea. That's actually a great, that was actually a great song to pick. Yeah, well, and Heroes is phenomenal. It's one of my favorites, if not my favorite, by him. So if you compare that to something like um, fucking this. Freaking so unbelievable. That, that was Heroes. And this is, this is like the 1990s. It's a, a 90s anthem. Yeah. I, I'm going to shut up and let you. This is this is the only me. thing I'm going to say is that this artist doesn't have the depth of some of the artists that we're talking about. And that's what bothers me. To me, it's marketed, it's social media, and she uses nudity and other things for you know social media accounts um, for views. I'm not saying she doesn't have any talent i'm just saying she's not prince she's not right. patty smith she's oh, just another that. one and marketing the crap patty out of herself smith. you know and look how brilliant patty smith was she didn't have the look but she had the sound she was there at the right time you know right. she wrote the right songs well but you know and oh I don't even know where to start because, you know, this Wrecking Ball song is, yes, it's famous, it's great, it's it's popular, blah, 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 but it, it just, it lacks the depth. 
Well, you know what I think did it in for a little bit? It helped her, but it also um, hindered her a little bit. Was the nude video on a wrecking ball. It, not that it was tasteless, but it's like it was too obvious. Like, who cares about right, somebody that looks like a teenager ball. riding on a wrecking ball? Like, who cares? But you compare a wrecking ball to heroes, and it's there's no comparison. No, and Bowie just had, you know, he, he just had his music, you know. Right. It was about what was written, you know, and that was it. Um. Let me, I'll bring this up, uh, El Carpe, really quick. Yeah, this is be up. We've talked about, Bill and I were talking about, um, you know, kind of like uh, the Beatles and Elvis, Stones and Zeppelin. Um, what were the other ones? Uh, Queen and Yellow, um, and then also Disco and Motown. Right. We think those were all like kind of eras that we kind of grew up on being in our 50s. Um, but I was watching an a interview with David Grohl oh, from, yeah, uh, yeah from the Foo Fighters. Right. And, you know, he's one of the most admired uh, drummers, I think, today. I, I can't say if he's one of the best, but I think he's, he's probably up there as far as one of the most notable. But um, he said that when they made... Um, when Nirvana made Nevermind and they wrote, um, would you stop that? Turn that off for a second. What? Chris, you're, you're playing one song and I'm talking about another. Oh. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so he was, he was talking about if you listen to the drums on um, Smells Like Teen Spirit, play the right. Gap Band. And I did. Oh. So here it goes. Here it goes. Hopefully oh, you can it. hear this. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. From he said the big, wet, like slapping drums came from the Gap Band. And that's the opening uh, drums to Smells Like Teen Spirit. And I was like, oh. really? Awesome. I'm like, no shit. I'm like, you know how many pool parties I had? And I played this music, and it, I never knew oh, that, shit. you know, David Grohl would play this in a grunge band, you know? That's awesome. I, I thought that was brilliant, you know? That is, that is brilliant. And if you listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to queue up, uh, hold on a second. I'm, I'm still talking about... Uh, you know. Yeah, hold on. Hold, just hold on to your shorts for a second there. Yeah, okay. We're, we're crossing streams here. It's okay. All right, here. Turn that off for a second. Yeah. Here we go. Do your thing. Oh, commercial. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Hold Don't on. Turn, just turn that off. I thought I had ADHD. I do. <laughs> All right, here we go. Smells like Teen Spirit. Oh yeah. Listen to the listen to the drums. Right. He said that all came from the Gap Band. 
And this is why I love music. You just never know it. I thought that was brilliant. I just love hearing that kind of stuff. It comes from all sorts of places. You know, yeah. And, and, you know, it, what, what's crazy is stuff like this. Piano, just like attacking me. Who is that? The Beatles. Long Holy shit! That's the Beatles. I feel so dumb. When this song, what's this song, and what year did it come out? Say what now? <laughs> You know, my mom, she got hearing aids for 600 bucks. What? Yeah, exactly. What song is that and what year did it come out? Was it like the Long late 50s? Sally, 1960 something. 60 something. Yeah. All right. But this is, again. That, but doesn't that, that, listen, doesn't that sound like ELO's Roll Over Beethoven? Oh, yeah, it does. I love that crossover, that, you know, that little, you know, nod to um, to past music, you know, the history of music there. Well, so bring it, let's, let's bring it to, let's bring it to the early 80s, man. Just to I was going to play this song, but I, I chose a different one. But El Carpe, you are so borderline. You are. So, Al Carpe and I were talking about, you know, how artists, you know, kind of recreate themselves and keep interest in their music. And, and uh, you know, Madonna's had how many years? She started in, what, in the 80s? And she's still playing music today. So, 40 she's, years of music. Yeah. She's, and she has she ever sounded the same? No. Every five what, or 10 years, she's completely different. Right. And, you know, and that's the thing is, is there's a certain amount of, you know, when you look at Miley, she's the oh, same Carpe, character. Oh, Carpe, don't preach. No, Papa, don't preach. Um, <laughs> she's the same character every time. But when you look at Madonna, she's, she's doing... You know what I like to compare her to? I mean, just an, as, we're, as we're talking here. Go ahead. It's kind of like Joe Pesci. Please express. No, listen. Seriously, think about Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci can play any act, any, any um, character in a movie, and he perfects it. That's what I love about Joe Pesci. That's the way Madonna was. She could change any. She could be anybody that she wanted, and she perfected it. Yeah. And, And that's why I picked these three songs. To choose to show that she like freaking changed. Yeah, whatever. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Um, I, I think we lost Tommy B. Of course we did. Oh look, here's Miley Cyrus of Flowers. We don't play on play Miley Cyrus Jolene. I'll give her I'll give her this one because if I'm not mistaken, Dolly Parton was her aunt. 
And I think that's maybe how she got a little bump in the music industry, along with her uh, father being, um, what the hell's his name? You know what her father's name is, right? Fuck Nat McGee, yeah. Yeah, you know what his father's, hold on. Oh, hold on. He had the one hit wonder. Yeah, that guy. You'll, you'll know what I'm talking about, hold on. Yeah, we'll just play fine. play Jolene. I'm finding it right You're back. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, Billy Ray Cyrus. That's her father. Yeah, yeah. So her father is Billy Ray Cyrus, and her aunt, I think it is, is, or maybe it's her grand. I don't know, grandma maybe, is uh, Dolly Parton. But Dolly Parton wrote Jolene. And the other band that covered Jolene was the White Stripes. Oh, and yeah. they do a phenomenal job covering the song. Don't take my man. What's up there, short pants and Gokul Gokul? Can you can you hear Dolly Parton singing that? I know you can. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. Don't start ripping through these songs. Pace yourself. Pace. What? Am, what am I looking for now? We are gonna do. Okay, I'm gonna play one right now. Here we go. All right. Listen in. Yeah. I think one of the most brilliant artists ever to walk this earth. And I don't even want to hear Michael Jackson anything. This guy trumps Michael Jackson by a light year. Oh, sweet. The guy that. is brilliant. I like when that happens. No. Yeah. This guy played from his soul. He played his music from his soul. This is Michael Jackson. Nothing. Ah, it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. If there's no other any pain, there's no more. I'm, I'm sorry. This. This music comes from his heart and from his soul, and he plays uh, when, all his when, music. When it comes all the documentaries I've seen about him, everything I've read about him, he did it his way. When it comes to perfection, it's Prince. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, good stuff. Holy shit. I agree, Father Brian. 
You know, I saw Purple Rain, the, the movie, back when I was like 15. He snuck in because it was like a, you couldn't be under 16 to watch it or something like that. But um, we snuck in and watched it. And I've, I've never stopped listening to Prince since. He can play every every instrument out there. And so does David Grohl. David Grohl does the yeah. same thing. Yeah. He, he, I think his first, the first album he wrote for the Foo Fighters, he played every instrument. I mean, it's, it's brilliant. And that's my, it goes back to my bitch. It's like, who can do that today? Right, exactly. Who can do that today? That's what I nobody, want to know. No one. I'm not saying nobody no can. One can be, no but it's one not can marketed be. that way anymore. It's all about what you look like, who writes the songs for you, who plays the songs for you, and what you look like behind the microphone. I'm just tired of it. So, Eric, um... You know, I think we, we've lost lost some of these artists in music, you know, just overproduced. Exactly. Exactly. Holy shit, I gotta figure that out. Oh, I, I hate to do this. I so know, I know. <laughs> uh, let's do this. Let's do, uh, I'm gonna talk about um, Rolling Stones. Uh, top 10 songwriters. Um, I don't remember what year this was that they chose these, but um, number 12, we'll do, we'll do the top 12. Number 12 was the Beach Boys. Wait, hold on. Stop for a second. Who's this? MC5? Better. Oh, the Ramones. Another group that just played their songs the way they wanted to play them. It defined an era. And, and that's what we're all about. You can bundle up the Ramones, the Clash. You could bundle up. God, who else am I missing? There's, there's, there's probably 20 of them. There's a thousand of them. Thanks, Father Brian. Yeah. Dude. A metric fuck ton of them. I, I think Bill's on a roll. And I don't know what I'm, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I, I'm starting to realize that. Fuck, I'm just going on. You're in the fast, you're in the fast lane. There's the fast lane. <laughs> there, there is one. Holy there is one tonight. Shit. Holy Hannah Barbara. So I will say this. The Rolling Stones rated Elvis Presley number three. And Bob Dylan number two. And you guys know number one. The Beatles is the top. Oh, I've heard of the Beatles. Top bands ever. Singer-songwriters. I'm going to jump jive and wail, baby. Brian Seltzer. Yeah, Brian Seltzer. Freaking goddamn. <laughs> I saw him at Pine Knob with um, <laughs> the guy from the Beach Boys, oh, wait, Brian see? Love. Let me laugh. Even I saw him about, I don't know, 20 years ago. What a phenomenal show, both of them. Bet. Brian's got an immense amount of talent. Immense. Uh, he's remarkable. 
Just I don't know if he defined an era, but he's got an immense amount of talent. You know who else has an immense amount of talent? Right here. You. No, Al Carpe does. No, don't fuck with me. I have no talent. I'm telling you. You and your golf game. <laughs> oh, God. Controversy. I, you know, that's a good pick for uh, for talking to the show. I, you know, it seems like many of these artists today they all have controversy. You know, how many times can they show up on Yahoo? How many times can they make the media? You know, look at Britney Spears, a disaster. She's turned into a mess. They don't. They can't figure out their way out of it. Oh, he's on a roll. What? I think we're on uh, Paul McCartney and Wings. Whoa! Why wouldn't you? Yeah, no, I kind of agree with you, Father Brian. You're talking about Brian Setzer, uh, kind of bringing back the old '50s kind of style. I agree. I agree. And he stuck with it for a long time. He's never changed his tune. Uh, no pun intended, but he's always stayed true to his uh, his talent. That's what I love about that guy. I said I saw him in uh, Clarkston, Michigan at Pine Knob. Great show. We're on we're on the same page. All right, Sl slow down your roll. All right, so this is the question. What is what is what's the song of today? What what is the era? It's not grunge. It's not good old rock and roll. It's not Elvis or the Beatles. That was wonderful. That disco. I loved that. That was great. That was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Other parts of it weren't very good. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. Talk to me, Goose. Get him away. Hey, boo! Just a walk in the park, Kazanski. What do you think, there, Al Carpe? What is what's the what is the face of today's music? What is it? And don't tell me. I am your don't. father's brother's <laughs> nephew's cousin's former roommate. Don't tell me Taylor Swift. What's that? What is the face of today's music? Absolutely nothing. Good timing. <laughs> I have no idea what, what the fuck you asking me. <laughs> what, the, oh. what the hell are you asking me? I did to my new Well, it is 9.43 Eastern Standard Time, Friday, September 15th. Low standards and pores. Yeah. Uh, we're about 43 minutes in. Al Carpe is on a roll. He's got to put the liner notes together. So we can market our three people that listen to us. Both and um, we're going to be right Both back at you next Thursday or Friday. I cannot tell Aunt Mary why Uncle John. Because what the fuck? I'm with you, Father Brian. I'm with you. I appreciate it. Let's team up. Give, me, um, give us a heads up when you guys are... Uh, are um, getting on for another show. I'm going to keep uh, 
check the airwaves on Podbean to uh, see when you guys are going. Give me a head. Actually, when do you usually go on? What what time of the day? Eastern Standard Time. Because I'm home all day during the day because of my mother. So um, yes, what time are. Eastern Standard Time are you guys usually on? Or Central. It's only an hour difference, whatever. All right. Well, I'll keep looking out for you guys. Send us a note uh, if you can. When you guys are going on, I'll keep looking out for you. I'll jump on and hopefully be able to contribute to your show. Your mother loves me. Or she rode in. (laughs) Oh, I lost Tommy Bean. I'm losing El Carpe. (laughs) Kids, thanks for listening to Low Standards and Pours. It is 9.45, and it's time to depart. So we will see you guys next week. Um, check your calendar. Make sure you got time to listen to us. Whatever. I have no idea. If your monkey we'll talk to you soon. Trouble, your monkey Thanks, Father Brian. All right. Phone's yes. ringing. Got to go. Yes, your mother and your <laughs> husband and whatever. Get the fuck out of my house.